0: Uh welcome to another episode. We got Wyatt and Daniel here. We uh we're gonna do the over unders for all the NFL teams uh, this season. Do you know when is the season supposed to start if there was no global virus that's you know going on? Uh let's see. I think it's supposed to start nine thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So we have have a couple months. Uh but, but now it looks like what? What's like the latest? Do we know like what they are? the latest will start? Yeah. Or like what the latest news is, like when they're expecting. I think.
1: I mean,
2: to me, it's looking like the NBA is going to come back toward like the end of July or something, mm-hmm. and that's probably without fans. I know the NFL said they're not going to play games without fans. That's like a they're not even going to consider that. Oh, so, really?
1: That's their stand on it. Like yeah, they're not even going to return. That's yeah. So
2: I mean, they've been pretty like. Uh, I think they're
1: going to be forced to. Honestly. Firm
2: in their stance so far, but yeah, we'll. I really we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I don't see them. I don't think they want to move. They don't want to move the games. I mean, obviously, they don't want to move the games, but. They're going to try as hard as they can to start on time. I think
1: mm-hmm. I heard they might space them out where they're going to have a couple seats, then like four or five seats to space oh, okay. it out. So or like a half, half six feet. Yeah. Or but you can, you can show up with like your party. So if you show up with like four or five people, you guys not be spaced out individually, but your group will be spaced out amongst right. the other group. So, so not so next
0: to any randoms at least. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: But like, if we all showed up to so a game, we wouldn't have the six, Like, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to sit six right. feet away. Uh, but we would be six feet away from the other like group that's next Dang. to us. That's going to be weird. Be yeah. yeah. But I, I wonder like, if that would make the tickets yeah. more expensive or, or less expensive.
0: Yeah, I wonder, because would they make it more seasons. to make their money
2: back? Yeah, I mean, that exactly. Would, yeah, that would Owner be fucked up though if they started just charging fucking. That would yeah,
0: especially because no one's... I mean, a lot of people aren't going to have money after this is all over. Right. So you, I don't know. But then NFL owners, they don't really care about yeah anyone else's pockets besides their own but we'll see so hopefully we get the nfl sometime at least like october at the latest maybe Um, i think it's gonna
1: be cool because once everything comes i think everything's gonna come back at once kind of Mm -hmm. and we're just gonna have like every we're gonna have mlb we're gonna have nba and wild football on top of like ufc ongoing and like i don't know i think it'll just be a lot of sports at once which Mm -hmm. would be dope yeah
0: And we're saying if there's a lot of people who are worried about the NBA coming back while football is happening, but like I really don't mind if there's a NBA playoff game and NFL game going on, like that's just more stuff to watch basically.
2: Right. Exactly. And like around the sports world, there's just so much like filler and fodder stuff that Mm -hmm. they've been, you know, broadcasting recently. I just think (laughs) it would be fun just to have nothing but highlights and, you know, like real games to talk Mm -hmm. about and shit.
0: Do you see today they had, it was a, Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods yeah. paired up against uh, Tom Brady and, Tom Brady and Phil, Phil Yeah. Like, that's what I we're at. I saw that. I didn't watch like the, the whole thing, like but the I saw lighter. that. Thing
2: ever,
1: yeah. yeah, I saw that Tom was like, Tom Brady was playing pretty bad, but then he hit that one <laughs> shot. Uh, that was pretty nice. And then made
0: like a speech afterwards.
1: Did he? Oh, yeah, to Chuck.
0: <laughs> he, was like, that's all he was like, I, I, I want saw. to thank my kids, my wife, my family. Like,
1: <laughs> Did he actually? I didn't see <laughs> that part.
2: <Wow. laughs> so
0: it's the whitest thing ever, and that's why they had Jamie Foxx narrate it.
2: really really weird wow yeah um
0: (laughs) let's uh so we'll start we're just gonna go we got these numbers from was it the caesars sportsbook or whatever so we'll start with uh the afc east so lastly we'll start with buffalo they have the highest over under in the division so nine and a half wins went 10 and six last year uh so that means so vegas thinks buffalo is going to win the division What, what are we thinking daniel
1: uh, yeah, I got them at over. I think they. I think they hit ten wins. I think they lost. I think they matched their last season total at ten wins. Um, I think they're only going to improve as far as Josh Allen's progression. Progression as a uh, NFL QB. I think one more year under his belt's going to help him. Um, and so yeah, I see them as, as well as they added uh, Mario Addison and Vernon Butler to the defense, the defensive line, on top of adding Stefan Diggs with uh, which I think is really going to help him on the offense. So I feel like uh, they're going to at least match their win total from last year, potentially go over it. So I got them at 10 wins, which would beat their over under at nine.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm kind of conflicted on the Bills because while I think they're a good team and they're emerging, I also think that their division is going to be a lot better than people think. Like I think the Jets could beat the Bills maybe once or something like that. Um, but they still have a pretty easy schedule. They play the Cardinals. They play the – Dolphins twice, obviously, but uh, I think I like the Bills not... had
1: ten wins last season with Tom Brady in the division. Right, right, right. And Tom Brady always plays well against the Bills. I'm, I believe he was two and zero last season. I could
2: yeah. be wrong, but I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna go with ten wins too. I like that sounds about right. Um...
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I went over also, which is weird because it seems like it should be an easier over given that they already won ten last year. But like, yeah, so New England obviously gets a lot worse so there's a few more wins up for grabs but yeah i agree the the jets and the and the Dolphins should be like if not right. significantly better at least a little bit better so i'm gonna go slight over as well i think they just get to they yeah, have 10 or 11 at best uh, i also
2: think uh sorry i also just think that um you know the patriots they shouldn't be good next year like you know they don't have the players they lost a lot of guys but I would not be shocked if Bill Belichick still finds a way to beat Josh Allen once or something like that. And also I would say my whole opinion on like my uh, reluctance to go over for the Bills is mostly based on Josh Allen. Like mm-hmm. if he takes that that leap and you know becomes a the guy that we kind of saw a little bit last year, but who's inconsistent, then I think that he could take him to the next level. But if he just kind of plays the same way he played last year and has that same inconsistency. I don't see them advancing to the next stage necessarily.
0: Yeah, it really does. It all comes <laughs> down to him. He might right. be like the biggest X-Factor player in the entire league, any team this season because sure. that team has literally every everything you need to win a Super Bowl. It's just Josh Allen might be Trubisky 2.0.
2: Who did they get in the first round? Does anyone know? Or
0: uh, I just, no. Oh, they got Stefan Diggs. That's they what traded they their at,
1: first yeah, rounder to the yeah. Vikings. For so they basically uh, got Stephon Diggs.
0: So basically, yeah. so yeah, yeah, they got Diggs. They also got Josh Norman, who might be washed at this point, but. No, that's a solid two or three. So I mean, so Tredavious White, Josh Norman. Uh, the Bills have like, again, just like last year, should have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, and they lost Sha- Shaq Lawson, who was pretty good, but yeah. I think they'll still have the same defense.
1: That's what I'm saying. Their defense should be about the same on top Mm. of the fact they should have an improved offense on top of the fact that Tom Brady is no longer in the division. So Mm. I think all of that together uh, with Josh Allen's progression, hopefully, right, you would think so one more year. So I think that would add up to them getting about 10 wins, same as last season, and potentially even 11, depending on how the rest of the division does.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll go now. Uh, we'll go to the Jets. Or no, New, New England, actually, even though we just kind of talked about them. But uh, didn't really add anybody. Just lost Tom Brady, Kyle Van, Van Noy, and Jamie Collins. So mm. they lost some other big names in addition to the yeah. GOAT quarterback. So what are we thinking for that? Their over under is eight and a half. Uh, they won 12 games last year, but obviously completely different looking Patriots this year. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go eight wins. Um, I think
2: splitting for the season for the Patriots is a win based on you know what their roster looks like I mean everyone talked about how last year the Patriots offensively at least didn't really have anything and they still had Tom Brady so like I mean I really wonder obviously Stidham still hasn't been named the starting quarterback yet but like I just don't know what they have on offense Um, outside of Wes Welker you know like I just don't know what that's going to look like but I still think that defense
0: Edelman Right. Oh, other man. little white guy. The
2: other little, yeah. little guy. I always I don't get my think
0: there for a couple years. <laughs> yeah. they, they honestly um, could use me. him. He, he might he might start bad. if he came back. Honestly, with the with the receivers they have. Yeah,
2: for real. Um, but I still think defensively they should be all right. And I I'm a man of faith in Belichick. I don't like a guy personally, but I think he's uh, as good as advertised. So I think they get to eight wins.
1: Daniel, what do you got? Oh wait! So you got the under
2: on that one? I got the under. Yeah.
1: But. Yeah, I got, I got, I got the over. Actually, I got nine. Just solely based off of Belichick. Honestly, I feel like he's going to uh, prove a lot of people wrong. Uh, he's, you know, the greatest NFL coach of all time, in my opinion. So I feel like he's just he has a lot to prove. Um, on top of the fact that, kind of my wild part for this team is, I believe that Cam Newton will actually go to the Patriots. I know it's kind of been rumored. That's kind of in my opinion. This whole offseason is that. Cam Newton would end up in the Patriots just because I feel like the Patriots would take a flyer on him, just to kind of see what he's got left. Um, so I feel like if if they do get Cam Newton, I I so I definitely believe they'd get nine wins. Even without Cam Newton, I still think they get nine wins. Um, they did re-sign uh, Devin McCourty, one of the McCourty twins. So I think that'll help their defense. Um, I think with Belichick as their head coach, I'm just gonna go nine, just solely based off of just trusting Belichick's greatness.
0: Yeah. Same here. I think they get to barely nine just because, yeah, their defense. And then, of course, they're like the Spurs where you always want to say they're not going to make the playoffs. Like the Spurs weren't supposed to make the playoffs basically the past 10 years ever since Duncan retired, and they still make it every season. Uh, So I think the Patriots still find a way to get to nine wins. I think, Wyatt, you said it. I I could easily see New England beating Buffalo one time this year just because, like, they have Belichick and the Bills have – Josh Allen like
1: right.
0: he gets wins you know he pulls out wins when they shouldn't even be in the game just just with his game planning and all that um and still like all the quarterbacks in that division are still either young guys or just not great so I think right. they find a way to get nine ugly wins like they they will all probably be by like five points or fewer but
2: yeah I mean they'd have to be right Cause mm-hmm.
0: so they're not scoring many points. many points yeah they're not going <laughs> to
2: blow anybody out
0: yeah um, but, yeah, so I think they get to barely nine wins. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they get to two wins. But right. I just, you know, I don't want no, to. No, so do I. Same here. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Patriots, man. Yeah, I'm just scared to be wrong again about them. So, yeah, going exactly. to slide over. It's out of respect only. Um, okay, New York Jets. So, they won seven games last season, and their over-under is six and a half this year. Um, so, they added they, they added all offensive guys. So, they added uh, – they got Brashad Perriman, they drafted a receiver in the first round, Denzel Mims, and they drafted a O lineman, eleventh overall.
2: Yeah, I think this is pretty pretty low for the Jets, so I'm going to go over uh, on them. I think I think the Jets could finish second in this division. Um, I like that pick of Denzel Mims a lot. Obviously, they like Sam Donald really hasn't had anybody to throw to while he's there, and I mean while Donald hasn't been exceptional by any means, I think he's. Shown that, like, if you put weapons around him and a better offensive line, he'd be a pretty good quarterback when I mean, he doesn't get fucking mono all the time, you know. Um, but I like, I like the over here. I think probably eight or nine wins for the Jets.
1: Uh, personally, I got them going under. Uh, I think the Jets, uh, ha- I don't think they're going to make that many strides on offense as far as Sam Darnold goes. On top of the fact that that feud between uh, Le'Veon Bell and their head coach, I think, will continue, which will potentially get a distraction for the team. Um, I just don't, I don't see them being that great of a team, honestly. So I got them under, um, I don't really trust their head coach at all. I don't think he's that great of a coach, uh, especially just feuding with like winning your star offensive players. I don't really see how that's beneficial to you. So yeah, I got them going under.
0: All right. I'm going slight, uh, slight over, but they're kind of like the opposite of the Patriots. Like the Patriots, I go over out of respect the jets. I want to go under just because it's the jets, even though it seems like they should be able to at least win, The same number of games as last year um but just who knows with them like this it could blow up after like three weeks like what daniel said about the their coach like adam Gase, just seems like everyone hates him no i agree i
2: i hate Gase too i don't trust i don't trust them at all yeah kind of like you they're really i mean the jets have kind of been like upwardly trending for a Mm -hmm. few years now and i think they had that season a couple years ago where they got nine wins and people were like oh the jets are gonna be a team i don't think they're not a playoff team but i mean this team has to win. Sam Darnold mm-hmm. kind of has to win. Uh, so that's why I like him. Part yeah. Of
0: him. And the, their O-line was such an issue last year that I think just getting Darnold weapons and protection, like he should be right. at least able to get seven wins. Honestly, I,
1: I see I see Sam Darnold as uh, uh, Andy Dalton, honestly. That's how I see Sam Darnold's career going. I think he'll be a starter for the next couple of years and then yeah. be a, uh, a backup. That's my opinion.
2: I mean, Andy Dalton's been in the playoffs. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, sure. Well, I mean – i'm just saying like i don't really see him being
0: that no i don't i don't see him he's not he's
2: not gonna become patrick mahomes and fucking win the mvp but i mean i think he's a good starting quarterback
0: so he should be good enough to at least get seven wins with when he at least has pieces around him this is like his prove it year though basically i mean right like for Mariota, it was last year kind of this could Mm -hmm. be darnold's version of that oh it has to be for Mm -hmm. sure
2: and uh I mean, you have Le'Veon Bell, and like Daniel's saying, the feud, and like Adam Gase doesn't want him there for whatever reason. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to anyone that's, like, familiar with football. It's like, why wouldn't you want one of the best players at an important position? Mm-hmm. Um, that's up to fucking to that fool. But, uh, I mean, they have, good, they have good talent on the roster, so.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, then last team in the division, Miami. Pretty interesting. Uh, they ended the year really well last year. They added a ton of players, so they actually got – Kyle Van Noy went from the Patriots to Miami. Shaq Lawson went from the Bills to Miami, and then obviously drafted Tua. They also drafted an O lineman, or they traded for an O lineman who was a top ten pick a couple years ago. So added a lot of pieces. Um, and they, they
1: signed Byron Jones, top yeah. corner.
0: Yep, from the top Cowboys. Corner,
1: yeah. So like, I mean, he's they signed him to a five-year, eighty-two million-dollar contract. He's he's gonna be one of the top corners paid. I believe uh, Miami has two of the top five corners. Uh, as far as salary goes. So I think that's something to really look at because they're going to have some shutdown corners, which will allow them to be a really heavy pass rush, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I think is going to be a big uh, impact. I have them hitting the over. Um, sorry, I kind of cut you off there, but their they're over is uh, six wins. I mean, their over-under is at six. I got them going seven. I think is going to have – if he can stay healthy, this is all a uh, predicate on Tua staying healthy. Um, hopefully he can, and I think if he can, they're going to have a pretty, uh, pretty, like pretty solid first year. I think seven wins as a rookie is pretty solid in that division. Um, so yeah, I got them going over at seven. I like their defense, I like their corners, and I think is going to have a pretty solid first year as a
0: as a QB. Do you think he's going to? I mean, we might have said this last episode, but when do you think he's going to start? Do you think from week? Oh, week, week one. one. Or... I think if he's healthy, week one. Oh, for no sure. way, dude. No, yeah. No way. You don't think I so? Don't,
2: I don't think – I don't think – I think he's too valuable of a piece. Um, I don't think his start – I think he'll play in, in his first season, but I think like week six or something like that. Well, who's the other QB? is Fitzpatrick. It's, Fitzpatrick, yeah.
1: Is he, I thought he signed a one-year deal. Did he sign a – No, he's, he's there. He's on a he's multi-year? There. Yeah. No, he's there oh, Okay. The
2: groom, too. I just – it makes no sense. All right, well, then, then, yeah, maybe.
1: maybe. There's no point in – But then that even – that honestly – even knowing that, that kind of, even that even helps my case even more because Fitz. No, I agree with that too. Fitz Magic yeah. is guaranteed to give you a couple, a couple wins here and there. Like no, just I see like some some shocking wins. Like I think Fitz Magic
2: gives them a bit better chance to win this year than Tua. With that being said, though, I'm going under just because Miami has a weirdly tough schedule. I mean, part of the problem is they're uh, they're playing the NFC West, which is probably the toughest division in football. So they have to play. Uh, they have to play the Niners. They have to play the Rams. They have to play the Seahawks. And then Arizona is not a bad team. On top of that, they also have to play the Chiefs. They got to play the Broncos, the Chargers. They just have a, really, a lot of really tough games. They have some gimme wins like Cincinnati, and they'll get the Jets once probably. They'll beat Jacksonville. But I, I think five wins sounds about right to Miami for me. I'm going to go yeah. under.
0: I went – so we're going to – we we add half a win to these whole numbers. Um, Yeah, I had them as a push slash under, but if we're going to six and a half, I have them at yeah, slight under as well. Just it seems like they're one year away from. I think football like it's kind of easy to get a little too excited about teams sometimes when they Mm -hmm. add a lot of pieces, and usually it's like it takes one season for them to kind of you know get their chemistry together, and then that next season is when they really take off. Um, So I think they're also
1: going to benefit though from a weaker division, honestly. mm -hmm. I feel like with Tom Brady being out, even though he wasn't that. You know, he wasn't that amazing of a QB last season. They still racked up the Ws. They still had a lot of wins. So I feel like their win total will decrease this season, and that will result in division. other that will result like in other other people, other teams in the division, increasing their win total. Yeah. I mean, My I still opinion.
2: feel like if you're vers, like Miami beat the Patriots once last year, so they hmm. went one one. I feel like that sounds like if they went split again with the Patriots, that would be pretty good for them. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I feel like the Jets will be. Not a great team, but a better team than they were last year, and I think Buffalo is going to be just as good, if not better. So, mm-hmm. and I here's think the thing: the I don't want to.
0: I don't want to sound like I'm hating on Fitz Magic at all, because you got to love him. But the thing about him is, he kind of it's like Fitz Magic for a, a little bit, and then it kind of goes away. Right. And when it goes away, that's when it's like, oh, that's when it's Fitz Tragic. Yeah, so he exactly. kind of he ended last season. He beat. He might have kept the Patriots from winning the Super Bowl last year because that Week 17 win kept the Patriots from getting a buy or out of the one seed. And then uh, so that's kind of like the peak, it seems like for his time on the, on the dolphins who he could go to like Cincinnati next or some random team and, you know, win them a bunch of games, but I just don't know. I don't think he puts them over for me at least, but I think they get to six wins. So just a slight, very slight under. Um, Okay. Go to, so we'll go to Baltimore. Um, So 14 wins last year, obviously, best team in the league in the regular season Their over under is at 12 so we'll say 12 and a half for this year um what are we thinking for them do we think they stay the same or or how how uh, far back do they fall
1: uh, i got them going over honestly i think they're only going to really Im- i think they're going to improve as far as lamar jackson i know he had a great uh mvp type mvp season last year um so it's gonna be hard for to improve on that but i feel like he'll just get more of a feel another year being a starter um, I think that's only going to improve his play. Maybe not statistically, but maybe like as far as uh, turnover-wise and just momentum plays type of type of situations. Um, I see their defense only improving. Honestly, uh, they re-signed Jimmy Smith as their uh, their nickel cornerback, uh, so I see them just honestly. And they also got Calias Campbell. Uh, they acquired from Jacksonville which I think will be a nice help on the defensive line and so Derek see, Wolf.
0: They got Derek Wolf. Yeah, too. And
1: they also uh, drafted the middle linebacker at LSU uh, in their first round, which I think will be a big help on their, in their defense. So I see them, I see them getting 13 wins, which will hit the over.
2: Uh, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to be very dominant like they were last year, but I, I'm going to go slight under here at just 12 wins. Um, you know, I think you give NFL defensive coordinators, like especially with all this Corona time uh, like over a year to really study that film. I mean, not to say that what they did last year was a gimmick, but there are gimmicky aspects of it. You know, Lamar Jackson, his speed and whatnot, that's, you can't really stop that. Uh, but I think teams will kind of pick up on better ways to slow them down a little bit. And then I just think – I don't think Lamar Jackson will go out with a big injury next year, but I wouldn't be surprised to maybe see him miss a game or two just with all the running he does. Uh, and I don't know what that Raven team would look like. It's Their offense is so predicated on him. If he were to go down in any way, I think uh, – that would be tougher than the to win games. But mm-hmm. I'm just going to go slight under here, 12.
0: Yeah, I was debating a bunch for this one because I could see them having like like what happened to the Chiefs last year where the year after a crazy season, they regressed a little bit and they still ended up with 12 wins. So right. I'm going very slight over, uh, but mainly because of Daniel, what you said. They got Lamar Jackson a bunch of help, like more help on defense and just adding D lineman to a team like the Ravens where – If they get up by 14 points on you, you have to pass, and now they just added two, you know, way above average uh, rushers. So that just makes it harder for teams to pass on them. And they already have a really good secondary. So I'm gonna go, yeah, slight over. Um, They're just like built for the regular season too. The whole the offense they run is just built to you know crush teams that aren't on their level. And then who knows about the playoffs once it's more even playing field. Um, Okay, we'll go to the Steelers. So eight wins last year, really weird year for them uh, that involved one of their quarterbacks getting <laughs> smacked with his own helmet, another quarterback named duck, which I think we talked about last episode, but they're over under for this year, nine and a half wins. They get big Ben back. We would yeah. imagine to start the season too. Yeah. It's hard to like, uh,
2: imagine what the Steeler team is going to look like. Cause the last time we saw them, like, I mean with big Ben there, Le'Veon Bell was still there. And, uh, well, I guess Le'Veon Bell was holding out at least, but Antonio Brown was still there. And mm-hmm. so they, they were a much better team. Um, with that being said, Pittsburgh way overperformed what they should have done last year. I mean, they almost made the playoffs and really, they really shouldn't have won more than like three or four games last year with all the injuries and everything. Um, Minka Patrick, Minka Fitzpatrick, is that his name? Minka mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick, right. He's on the defensive. He's like, I think one of the emerging defensive stars in the league. Uh, TJ Watt, On the, they still have a great defensive line. Um so I think ten wins for the Steelers. Is that? Do you say ten, nine and a half? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go over. here. Okay. Ten wins.
1: Uh, yeah, I got the over as well. I got them at ten wins. Um, I think with uh Ben coming back, I think he's got something to prove. I don't think he thinks he's done. Um, I think Juju Smith-Schuster takes a step uh in that next wide receiver category. Kind of, I think he kind of shows that he's uh, he's still an elite receiver. I know last year he he didn't maybe put up the stats he did the previous year with Antonio Brown as his as his number one. Um, They also got Eric Ebron, which I think will help him out as a tight end. He's a, you know, pass, pass receiving, uh, tight end Mm -hmm. along with, um, they, uh, franchise tag, Bud Dupree, which is a big move on their, uh, on their defensive line. So I feel like just with Mike Tomlin as their coach, they're just kind of locked in at, 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 10 wins, honestly. I feel like they're always going to have 9 and 10. And I think with Ben being their QB, you look at that what they were able to do last year with Rudolph as their QB, which I don't think is even an NFL QB. I don't think he's going to be in the, league in the next couple of years. Uh, I'd be surprised if he was. Maybe as was like a second or third stringer. But, um, but yeah, so I think with Ben being back, they're really going to improve. And I think they're going to have 10 wins.
0: All right. I, I'm going slight under here, uh, just just mainly because I think that division – got better like the bottom teams Cleveland and Cincinnati I think they're both gonna win at least more games than they did last year so for that reason I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna be able to add two wins to their win total I think they'll get nine wins exactly but uh, I just could see this being a bad year for Pittsburgh because Big Ben's coming back obviously and thinks thinks that he's still you know the old Big Ben I don't think he I don't think he is so I think that can get ugly because he doesn't seem like the I don't know how to say it, but he doesn't seem like he'll age gracefully, you know. Right, right. Um, and so he also yeah. doesn't
2: have like probably the best wide receiver in football, which he had mm-hmm. when he was there. So
0: right. That made it a lot easier for him. Uh I do yeah, Juju should be I think he'll bounce back next year, but James Connor just keeps getting hurt. I don't see him getting healthy right. for a whole season. And then like I said, I think Cleveland gets, you know, three more wins. Cincinnati gets at least two more wins. So I don't see the available wins there for Pittsburgh. Uh, so speaking of Cleveland, so win six games last year and that now they're over under is eight and a half. Um, so this is like, yeah, this could be the season where they're expected to do what they were supposed to do last year. So what do you guys think for Cleveland? Eight and a half over under. I mean, I feel um, like the, the best, sorry, you want to go?
1: No, go, you go.
0: No, I was going to say, I've just, the best,
2: you know, uh predicator of future behavior is past behavior. And you know, Cleveland never lives up to what they're supposed to do um i don't really trust baker mayfield he hasn't done anything in the nfl to show me that he's like gonna be a great quarterback i, I kind of like uh daniel said about sam darnold him being like an andy doll and i think mayfield kind of could be headed to that territory himself um i just i have no faith in the browns dude too many head coaches like you have that many people coming in and out of the building it just it fucks things up i'm gonna go under here
1: yeah i'm gonna go under as well um for most of the same reasons as why I just mentioned. I don't really have confidence in Baker, Mayfield at all. Um, I think he's just going to stay where he's at. If anything, take a step back. Um, It's hard to believe because he didn't have a great year last year. I feel like he's going to have a lot of pressure to try to feed the ball to Odo Beckham, trying to make up for last year, and I think that's going to cause a lot of interceptions. A lot of the times when uh, QBs try to force the ball to their number one, who wants the ball, that leads to a lot of just bad decisions overall. Um, he's got great receivers but I don't think he's going to be able to take advantage of them and I'm like Wyatt said I think the coaching and in Cleveland's you know until they until they prove that they are going to make the right hire they're just so consistently making the wrong decisions that it's hard for me to put any faith in who they hire so until they prove it honestly this is kind of just like every single season you got to pick the under with the Cleveland until they pick over like I don't know what they're I'd really like to see what their over-unders are for the last 10 years and see what that's, what, like what that record is, mm. as far as like how many times they've hit their over or under in the last 10 years. Cause I feel like they're probably consistently hitting the under. So for me, I'm, I'm hitting the under just cause it's Cleveland.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go slight over. I think they get to nine wins. Uh, yeah. I just, I think I just believe in Baker cause I want to see him succeed and this is my last year before I give up on him. But he has literally everything. Like he had enough last year to get nine wins. Didn't do it. Now they got Austin Hooper. They also added an offensive tackle. Who's supposed to be really good. Uh, got a safety from the Raiders. Who's supposed to be better than the one they currently have. Uh, this is just, this is when they should get to nine wins. So I think the offensive line helped. That's the main thing is every snap last year was Baker Mayfield just immediately like running for his life and then making some terrible throw. So, yeah. I'm hoping that if they give him more time that I think he's good with time when he has time to make decisions, which obviously every quarterback is. But I think he can be, a lot, like, really, really good uh, with more time. So I'm going to go slight over there. Um, here, we got eight minutes left for this one. You want to do – we'll do Cincinnati really quick. Okay. And start a new one. Okay, so Cincinnati, two wins last year. I did not realize their record was that bad until I looked it up uh over under is five this year so they think joe burrow is like whoa five? <laughs> he's yeah like he's a he's a god apparently uh who wants to start on this one i'll, I'll go i got under. them
1: I'll go. i got them going under i think they're gonna <laughs> yeah. be at four i think burrow you know he's maybe a two win improvement um yeah i know they're gonna have aj green back uh i know he's in a contract year, i believe um so I, gonna, I, I think he's gonna be pretty motivated. And I think Bro and him will probably have some success, but overall, you know, maybe Joe Mixon will, uh, you know, score more touchdowns this year as far as fantasy wise. But uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't see them being that successful. I think four wins would be pretty, a pretty good improvement for them considering Bro's first year. Um, and I see he kind of shocks everyone, but I don't really see him doing that. So I got them at four under.
2: Yeah, I'm going under here. I'm going to say, like, probably three wins. I think they'll probably have the first pick again next mm-hmm. year. I just, I mean, they didn't add anybody uh, outside of Joe Burrow and, like, the guys they got in the draft. And I think Burrow will have a decent rookie season, um, but that's not – a decent rookie season for the Bengals won't equate to more than five wins. Uh, no way. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Daniel, too. I think A.J. Green will probably look to have, like, a big season because he's on a contract year and stuff like that. But also, you know, the Bengals coach, who is one of these guys who got hired – just because of his connection to Sean McVay, he really hasn't proven anything yet. So we don't, the jury's still out on him. I mean, he could be a terrible coach. Like he could, they could go, you know, they're going to win two games again next season. he could be fired. I don't see it happening for them. I'm going to go under.
0: Yeah, I'm going under too. So sweep with the unders. Uh, the thing is, I do think Joe Burrow should put up good numbers next season. Cause like we said, so yeah, Joe Mixon, obviously good running back. Uh, AJ Green should be back. T Higgins in the first round. Like they sh- they have, you know, he has weapons, but I don't see them getting to five wins. That just seems like yeah, especially with Cleveland and yeah. Pittsburgh, we think, improving. Like exactly. I don't see the wins again. The wins aren't available for them. Uh and yeah, coaching wise, it's not like that guy hasn't really proven anything either. Right. So yeah, I think so we all go under on that one. That might be the easiest one for me. Like a three for win sure. jump just on a rookie quarterback. Yeah, five
2: for, wins, that's that's nuts, dude. Yeah. That's, I should I wanna bet that actually. <laughs>
0: Honestly, that's a good one to bet. So we just did Cincinnati, so now we go to uh, Indi- Indianapolis. So, obviously, I think we could just let Wyatt take it away on this one. Uh, did did they add anybody?
2: Uh, fuck it. you, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think anyone had quite as good of an offseason as the Colts, to be honest with you. And, honestly, I think it culminated really when the NFL released the schedule because, I mean, their schedule is cheese. Like, if you – they open with the Jaguars – then they have to play the Vikings, was a tough tough game. But then they have the Jets, the Bears, the Browns, the Bengals, the Lions. Like, they just they have a lot of sh- fucking easy dubs on this uh, schedule. So I'm gonna go over here. I think 12 and four for the Colts this season.
1: Whoa, 12. Okay, I don't think 12. Yeah. I got them going over. Uh, I like them at 10. Uh, like Wyatt said, I I actually I really like their off season moves. Uh, as much as I like to give Wyatt shit for the Chargers, I think Philip Rivers right now. Still so has a couple good years left in him. Uh, classic Chargers move oh, to make the wrong decision there. It comes out. <laughs> um, so I think, I think he's in a great year in Indianapolis. I think they got a great offensive line. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor, I was really, like I've said multiple times, I really wanted the Rams to draft Jonathan Taylor. I'm really jealous of that draft pick. I think he's going to have a great couple years in the NFL before it breaks down because he had so many carries at Wisconsin. Uh, or did he go to Nebraska? Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, white. So, he, yeah, he had so many carries at Wisconsin. I know he's probably going to break down, but he's going to have a great couple first years. So, uh, yeah, I like them at 10. I think they're, they're going to hit the over. Uh, I think they're going to be solid. T.Y. Hilton's going to be – I think he's going to have a very successful year with Philip Rivers throwing on the ball. Um, yeah, I like them at 10.
0: All right. I don't even know if I said their over-under is 9.5. So, uh, so Wyatt goes way over and then <laughs> a slight over. Um, but they did – I mean, in addition to Phillip, they did add a bunch of other pieces. Like Daniel DeForest mentioned, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, DeForest yeah. Buckner is the biggest one. Also got yeah. Xavier Rhodes uh, and then Michael Pittman from USC, another rookie receiver. Uh, lost their left tackle, but that's a lot of guys they added. So I'm going over as well. Um, I think also just with the fact that – and we'll get to it, but Tennessee, Houston, and Jacksonville, I think are all going to take step back, steps yeah. back from last year. So – I think that's just more wins available for the Colts uh so before we move on Wyatt who had a better offseason the Colts or the Buccaneers okay well I'm gonna say one more thing about the Colts also <laughs> just uh, Darius Leonard was defensive rookie of the year
2: last year like I, that's not a name you hear a lot but I think he's going to be like probably one of the best defensive players in the league uh yeah. next year potentially but sorry can you repeat the question the Tampa Bay or Indianapolis yeah who had a better offseason I mean obviously the media is going to say fucking Tampa Bay cuz they got Brady and they got Gronk but I mean who did Tampa Bay get besides Brady and Gronk? No one. So I I got to say the Colts. I mean they evened out way better. Uh they got offense and defense and uh, I think they I really think they had the best offseason. I truly believe that.
0: Do you think that that them getting such a such a easy schedule is like did philip he must have paid all his child support last year or something
2: (laughs) no dude this is a pen like fine for everything he did for the chargers all of that fucking sacrifice it's like the nfl probably told him when he got drafted, it's like your first 16 years are just gonna suck you're gonna have to play for the chargers but then you get to win a super bowl with the colts so we'll see win a super bowl we'll see okay (laughs) wait let me just say this wouldn't this be fascinating if philip rivers won a super bowl with the colts you have to wonder who does he go into the Hall of Fame as? I mean, because you can you really still go as a Charger if you Ooh. you win a Super Bowl? Because I remember LT well, I don't back in the really day. Happen, no, no. So. Let me just let me just say. <laughs> hypothetically, <back> in, <laughs> it's hypothetically <laughs> no. It's interesting to think about because I remember when the LT left for the Jets, and that was like those Mark Sanchez Jets teams that almost got to the Super Bowl. They beat the Patriots mm-hmm. and they got to the I think the AFC Championship game. LT, I remember an interview who's was like someone asked him like, if you guys win a Super Bowl with the if you win a Super Bowl with the Jets like going in the hall of fame as and he was like that's a very interesting question he didn't really answer it you know I, it is an interesting yeah. question because you spend your whole career with the team but then you go to another team and you get the hit the pinnacle of the nfl so it's mm.
0: like so would you say
1: Payne manning should go into the hall of fame as a bronco or as no a but he
2: he won a super bowl with the colts so okay yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. that's because that so. would have been a, if he didn't win with the colts right like
2: if fun. tom brady wins the super bowl with the bucks it's still he still goes as a patriot but mm. it's more like he, phil Rivers never even got to the super bowl with the Chargers.
0: So. Yeah. Damn, that's a good – I wonder.
2: It'd be interesting. I feel
0: like it, you have to go with the Super Bowl team. But what if he – let's just say they win the Super Bowl this year and then he retires. Then it's one year versus however many – I know. No, I know, think he's going right, as a charger.
1: I don't even think I that's mean, that big of a discussion, honestly. Like if he's going to have his is, whole dude. career – If he has if one season – maybe if he had multiple successful seasons. But I'm saying if you have under two seasons with mm-hmm. that with that team, come on.
0: Yeah.
2: Luckily, hopefully, we don't have to worry about it. Uh, but, I mean, whatever. whatever.
0: I don't like it. To, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to so the Tennessee Titans, surprise team of the year last year, thankfully beat the Patriots in the playoffs. So finished nine and seven last year, and their over under is right there, eight and a half wins. So they basically have the same team. Uh, I think they just lost like their left tackle, basically. Also lost Jarrell Casey, and then they also lost their defensive coordinator. So I stand corrected. They they lost a a good amount of assets Yeah, didn't really add anything just got Tannehill back and uh derrick henry so basically running it back with the same offense
1: uh i got them going over i got them going over pretty i got them at 10 wins honestly i really like mike bravo as a coach uh i think derrick henry being franchise tagged he's only got something to prove i think he wants to be one of the highest paid running backs of all time uh and he can do so if he has a great uh, great season if he can build off that playoff performance and be potentially the MVP of the of, of the NFL, which I think he could be if he can build off that playoff performance. Because what he was doing in the playoffs, he was on un- he couldn't be stopped. Honestly, he was averaging like six yards of carry. He was falling forward like three yards every single time he had the ball to add to it. Um, so yeah, I think Tennessee with that defense and with Mike Vrabel being that defensive minded coach that he is, um, as a former a linebacker for the Patriots, I think I think they're only going to be more uh, successful this year, honestly. And I think Tannehill, he's got something to prove. I know he got paid. I think they overpaid him, but I mean, that is what it is. I guess it's the quarterback market mm-hmm. in the NFL. Uh, but I got them going 10 wins. Uh, I like them at the over.
2: Uh, yeah, I like them on the over too. I just think uh, Tennessee is one of those teams that regardless of who they have, they're always kind of like right there in the middle of the pack, um, like an eight win team, something like that, no matter what. And I think this team, obviously they proved last year, they're a little bit better than that. I don't know if, Tannehill is going to be like set the world on fire or anything, but I think he's a good quarterback for the role they're looking for him to fill. And I just think their formula, kind of like Daniel's saying, like running the ball and playing good defense and kind of being conservative. I mean, being conservative is really how you win uh regular season games consistently. You know, like if you're always taking chances, um, you're gonna lose more often probably mm-hmm. than win. Um so I just think they they have a formula kind of built to to win games. Um I think they're I think they're a slight over here. I like him like nine. 9
0: wins. Yeah, you know, honestly I'm I'm changing my. I had them at the under, but I'm going with the over. Yeah. So basically basically all you guys said, everything you guys said, sorry. Slurring right now. <laughs> because of everything you guys said, but also I think more for the fact that Houston won 10 games last year. I think that's coming down significantly. Jacksonville won 6. I think that's coming down a lot too. I don't I don't think the Colts are winning 12, but I think they'll get to like 10 or 11. So I see the the Titans getting to 9 wins and I just believe like Tannehill is not like, don't you think the Patriots, if they had Tannehill right now, like we would probably be picking them to win that division. Yeah. And they have uh Vrabel as the coach at, on the Titans. So he, I think he's just, he obviously last year brought over the Patriots culture. And I think right. that gets them nine wins in a pretty watered down division this year. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's close. So I was debating eight or nine wins. So I'm going to go, you guys convinced me going over here, nine wins. Um, all right, Houston. So, got 10 wins last year. Their over-under is seven and a half because they lost arguably the best receiver in the league for <laughs> almost nothing. Um, but they did add David Johnson and Brandon Cooks, which if I said that three years ago, that would be like, oh, they're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. This is 2020. Um, <laughs> so, seven and a half wins for the Houston Texans. What did they win last year? Ten. Ten, Ten? and six, yeah. Wow. Um uh- Yeah. I mean, they
2: lost so much. And to me, the biggest problem with this team is I just think there's going to be internal conflict with the head coaches. And uh, I mean, obviously Deshaun Watson has kind of vaguely hinted. I mean, I don't know how any quarterback could be okay with having your number one wide receiver trade away, especially Mm -hmm. when he's like one of the best wide receivers in the league, if not the best. Um, So I think there's just going to, I don't, I hate Bill O'Brien. Like I just, I hate him. I watched the draft. He was getting mad and I was like, I hate him even more. I don't, I don't know why I just, This Tennessee – or this Texans team, I think it had its window like last year or maybe the year before that. J.J. Watt can't stay healthy. Um, They just keep trading away all their best players for nothing. So, I mean, I don't see how that helps you win games. So, I'm going to go under here.
1: Yeah, I got them going under as well. I got them on seven wins. Um, I think Houston, uh, like what I mentioned, there's going to be a lot of – I don't know. I just think not that many people are are a big fan of Bill O'Brien considering his moves, uh, considering his offseason – um and on top of the fact that their key uh, acquisitions as far as David Johnson and um uh, uh who is their receiver Brandon really? Cooks. Cooks yeah Brandon Cooks they're both injury prone and i believe they're probably going to get injured again this season they haven't been able to play an entire season probably their entire career definitely not over the past two seasons um so i just i see them being injured i i don't see the offense really clicking on top of the defense being injury-prone without – you know, they lost Clowney last year, which I think had a big impact. J.J. Watt's not the same player. Um, I just I just don't see them being that successful this year. I got them at seven at the under.
0: All right, yeah. I'm going under as well for all the reasons you guys said. Uh, like, yeah, in addition to who, what they lost in DeAndre Hopkins, I think uh, Deshaun Watson's, like, will or, like, motivation to play for the Texans might have left as well with that trade. And then – I mean, yeah, with Cooks and David Johnson, you add Will Fuller to that, that's like the big three of probably going to get hurt at any moment (laughs) in any game multiple times next season. So it could be ugly. Like, I could see seven and a half, honestly, I think that's just out of respect for Deshaun Watson solely. Yeah. I could see them at like three or four wins if everything goes bad. Four really sounds kind of like realistic as mm-hmm. crazy as that is especially if imagine if deshaun watson gets hurt because he's getting sacked right. you know 12 times a game basically exactly
2: like, and he's gotten hurt before too so
0: yeah he's not the most he's not like the you know right. model of uh perfect health and especially if you don't have that motivation to play like you know a, right. a minor injury could turn into like exactly. oh i don't want to risk why it why should
2: i sacrifice myself in?
0: yeah like why am i gonna sacrifice possibly my career to play for bill o'brien who's trading away my best right. weapons um, and it's just, just a bad year for Houston sports in general. So he's got to follow the, uh, <laughs> huh. the the vibes from, from that team. Okay, so last team in that division. The Texans are lucky that the Jags are in their division, honestly, or else <laughs> he <they laughs> could be the worst team in that division. So Jacksonville somehow won six games last year, which sounds like too many. Um, their over-under is at four and a half. So lost Nick Foles, who... Didn't even play many games for them. Also lost A.J. Boye, um, but now they have Jay Gruden on the coaching staff, calling plays. So I don't know if that helps or what that does, but uh, four and a half wins for the Jags.
1: I got them going over. Uh, I got them going at five wins. I don't think they're going to be that successful, but I think they can do five wins. Um, Considering they were six and ten last season, Um, with some quarterback controversy on top of not knowing who the QB one was going to be. So I think now they kind of have a better idea. Um, Menchu mania, you know, maybe that, maybe that continues. Who knows? Right. So I got them going over. um, Yeah. I think five wins, you know, like I said, not going to be that successful, but I don't see them taking that big of a step back from last year. Um, I think five wins is definitely doable.
0: Uh, What did you say the over-under was? Four and a half. Fuck. That's tough because that's bad. Like, yeah, that's I'm taking a two-win mm-hmm.
1: step back. Like, come on, like two yeah. steps back, and Menchu probably will make a, a step forward. Potentially, no, I feel it. But, but I I mean, Here's the thing:
2: is if they're, gonna, if they're going to get to five wins, they're going to have to like either beat the Texans twice, or like they're going to have to beat a team easily they doable beat, a team. They Texans shouldn't like of, the uh, the Colts or the Steelers or the Packers or some shit. Ah, fuck. I'm gonna just go four wins here. I'm gonna go four wins. So, which is what do you say, four and
0: a half? Yeah, yeah, it's the under.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go under.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going under, and I can see. So those those two wins coming off their record from last year, because just like the similar to the Texans, the ownership of the Jaguars, like all the players hate them. There's yeah. what's that guy's name? Ingaku, uh, whatever the guy who tried to fight Philip Rivers last year. They're like their best D lineman. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he, he, there he was like beefing on Twitter with the manager, like publicly, or right. the owner's son or something. Um, yeah, cool. I saw that. Yeah, and Leonard Fournette has already had issues yeah. with, you know, the management there. So I could just see this being a really ugly year for them. Uh, it's kind of funny, actually, that the Jags and the Texans are in the same division. They're just going to be who can be the biggest shit show. <laughs> uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm going under two Facts. slightly. Just yeah, I think Minshew mania was. Just like a flash in the pan, uh, where he kind of came out of nowhere, had a couple good games, and then even last year it was like, okay, now he's actually we figured him out, he's just a random, random, below average quarterback with a cool mustache, <laughs> nothing more. Um, so yeah, I think I only see them getting four wins here. Um, and that, oh, yeah, oh, so we got okay, that's that'll do it for that division. Now we got uh, possibly the most improved division in the league. Uh, AFC West. So we got Kansas City, uh, twelve wins last year. Over/under for this season is twelve and a half. And I-, I got
1: them going under. Uh, I got them run under just because I got them at twelve wins. Yeah, it's not like they're going to take that big of a step back. I think just because of that Super Bowl hangover, uh, a lot of teams talk about as far as previous seasons go. I think they're going to be very successful, but I think just because of that, there's going to be a couple couple losses there. Maybe we don't expect. Uh, I still see them getting 12 wins, but at the under, maybe they get 11 wins. I still see them, obviously, they're going to be, I see them back in the Super Bowl. I just feel like there's uh, a lot of times there in the regular season where if you just won the Super Bowl, you probably are, you know, it takes some teams for granted here and there, and I could see some potential unexpected losses coming here and there, so I got them at the under.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to go under here too. I just think, uh, I think the biggest threat to Casey is just the teams within their own division. I mean, I like Denver, uh, Oakland, even LA, like these teams really haven't beat the Chiefs at all in the last like four years or so. And it's like eventually, I think like the Broncos are going to get a win or the Raiders are going to get a win. So I think, uh, I think probably like 10 wins, 10, 11 wins for the Chiefs. So I'm going to go under.
0: Yeah, same, same here. Really, the only change to their roster was they lost, uh, one of their tackles on the O-line, Remmers, who was a starter and was, you know, pretty good, but I'm going under as well. Just, yeah. Like, like, like you said, Wyatt, all, I think all the other three teams got significantly better. Um, and just the chiefs know that last year, which was, you know, quote unquote a down year for them in the regular season still ended up winning the Super Bowl. So I think now they know like they don't need to kill themselves to get regular season wins. Right. Um,
2: with that being said, uh, the only team that benefits in the postseason this year is the team that gets the one seed. So that could motivate teams more, but mm-hmm. I there th- is
1: gonna be an extra playoff spot this year, so that's gonna be very interesting to see. Well no, I, there's an
2: extra playoff spot, but there's only one team that gets a bye, and that's the
0: So the, the two seed doesn't get a bye anymore. Two right. seed doesn't get a bye. Okay. And that's the Chiefs were the No they were the one seed because of the Dolphins. Shout out to the Wait, Dolphins well, again. Were they
2: the one no, I thought the were the Ravens not the one seed? I thought the
0: Ravens were the one seed. Think, were they in the same division? Yeah. yeah, not division, but conference. conference. I mean. Yeah. Oh, and then the yeah, Patriots the so, conference. So the Patriots ended up being the three seed. That's why. So the yeah, Dolphins win, knocked the, the Patriots out of. Right. That's why the Patriots had to play. The Patriots would have
2: knocked out the Chiefs. Yeah. Know. And then KC yep. and Baltimore both
0: had a bye. Yeah. 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 So so I'm going under though. Just I think they get to 12 wins again. Um, yeah. Just because like like all these teams now in that division are like above average, um, and who knows? Like I mean. Patrick Mahomes got injured last year and it didn't end up derailing their season at all, really. Um, but who knows? They, also, well, I mean, they lost Matt He was back mm-hmm. at
1: practice the next week yeah, after dislocating insane. his knee. Dude, like I've seen I didn't that believe practice. that. I, yeah, oh, we've yeah. seen someone dislocate his kneecap in practice. That was one of the most disgusting things. And I, injuries I almost couldn't seen.
0: practice the next day after. Yeah, just I can't looking imagine. At it dude. That was so gross. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine. And this was
1: out taking fucking three-step drops on, on, like, a Wednesday <laughs> oh, a couple of days uh, after. So, okay, so we, to me. we
0: all go under, but I, I'm but saying, a
1: respectable under. It's a respectable right. under. It's like, like yeah, you're going to get 12. It's just because they won the Super Bowl, it's only natural for them to, to lose some unexpected games here and there. You know, maybe they go to Miami and they party, or I don't even know if they go to Miami, but you know what I mean. They go to yeah. L.A. or whatever they go. They're going to enjoy themselves, right? They're coming off a Super Bowl, only natural. So I think some human uh, aspects have to come into play here. Just you know, come into factors. So and I'm I'm still opinion.
0: picking them to win the Super Bowl. It's just this is over me under. me too. The I, I,
1: honestly, I think they go back to back. I think I think Patrick Mahomes is is a QB we've never seen before. As far as he he has the Aaron Rodgers talent, <laughs> arm talent mixed in with mobility, mixed in with weapons that Aaron Rodgers yeah. has never had. So I just think it's. Mixed in with the coach, best coach, you know what I'm saying so its just all those factors I see them I yeah. see them being back there. uh maybe actually, so I don't mean the this, but potentially Baltimore giving them in the conference finals and I be an amazing conference finals, mm-hmm. uh depending on how playoff Lamar can show up because playoff Lamar last year he got stuck throwing inaccurate passes in his loss. Uh and they kind of made him do what everyone said to do, being them a pocket passer and he kind of prove people wrong. Or he proved people right actually because they were doubting his pocket presence.
0: Yeah. But okay, so we got uh the Chargers up next. Um what did they lose? Who did they lose? They lost some quarterback.
1: Uh pretty much a nobody, but I mean <laughs> I don't really know if their improvements are gonna be that great. Uh personally I know why it will have a full ten minute breakdown here, <laughs> but uh I see them at the under, obviously. Um
0: well, they're, the, over wait, so they're under. Their over/under they're over is eight and a half.
1: Yeah, which is um, okay. This is this is pretty shocking to me. Okay, so they lose, which Wyatt would say a Hall of Famer, debatable, right? <laughs> so they lose a Hall of Famer at QB, and they're going to improve three wins. Now I know it's going to come with the whole defensive injuries. Yeah, I know Darwin Jones is injured. Darwin James,
2: you fucker! Whatever.
1: <laughs> Who cares, right? No one really cares. You're the only person that cares here, right? So, whatever his name is, I know he's a great safety. Uh, and they got both on the team as well, right? Those are that's that's great, that's amazing. I just I I think Justin Herbert was a terrible pick. Um, honestly, I don't I don't think he's gonna be that successful as a QB. Um, so for that, I got them going under. I got them at seven wins, even with the two win improvement because of their defensive health. I think their defensive health will be they will be healthy this year, which will be a difference from last year. Um, I know they're just two years removed from being what. Like twelve and four, I believe. Twelve and
2: four.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Shocker, but like, yes, yeah, so I got them. You know, I think, I think them <laughs> at under at seven is is pretty solid.
2: Um, I mean, I I definitely think you know losing Philip Rivers is, is like a huge deal. Obviously, I've made that clear in the past, and I'm not sold on Tyrod Taylor, and I'm not sold on uh, Justin Herbert, especially in his rookie year. I don't see like. I don't want Justin Herbert to play this year because if Justin Herbert plays this year, that to me that means the Chargers are not going to be successful are already not being successful. Um, with that being said, the Chargers were top 10 in defensive, overall defensive ratings last year, and they were a pretty good team. And that was almost 80% of the time without Derwin James. And they had a lot of other injuries. Uh, Sean Phillips, uh, uh, what's it, Denzel Perryman was out. Of, um, so I think the Chargers should have one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, like, on paper, they really should. You got Joey Bosa, you have Melvin Ingram on the edges. You have Derwin James, I think one of the best defensive players in the league, period. Casey Hayward is a top corner. So is – we just signed Chris Jones. So that's a plus for us and also a minus from the Broncos. Um, Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Sorry. And then uh, Linval Joseph, who we got from the Vikings right in the middle. That's just like a big body to help stop the run. So I think defensively the Chargers should be really good. Offensively they still have weapons, but quarterback position is obviously their biggest problem. And I think that'll slow him down. I really do. I think Tyrod Taylor will be competent, but I don't think he'll make game-winning plays for the Chargers. Um, so, yeah, I think, I, I think they're over here. I like the Chargers at 10-6. and 6. Um, I think they're going to play a very conservative style of football that's going to be emphasis on the run and defending, which I kind of said earlier with the Titans. I think that's a formula to, to win in the regular season. You uh, see them doubling
1: their win total from last year?
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, the Chargers lost eight games last year by less than one, one Yeah, but that's what they but... do, though. You can't I know, even but... make
1: that argument. That's okay. an every-year argument. I, you that's understand, I have, to, I
2: have to make this argument based on <laughs> the facts that are presented to me. Like, I can't subscribe to the voodoo theories that the Chargers will just never win, even though they're true. I still can't believe that right now you know like yeah i feel when we blow a 20 point lead to the chiefs this next season then we could talk about that
1: you know i feel it but my opinion on it is as much as this may not be you know nice to hear it's just like when you say like oh last season we we had five wins by under a point and it's like yeah most teams you'd be like okay they're gonna bounce back this year you know what they're gonna bounce back from this bad luck but it's the Chargers. right right. i'm saying and that's just
2: no that's the norm they are just one
1: Honestly, there should be a documentary, a 30 for 30. Maybe should. you can narrate it. Wyatt, maybe you can narrate it in a yeah. couple of years where they should document the just the gut-wrenching losses yeah. that the Chargers do because that's just what they do. And it's just like maybe the new stadium brings some different kind of new luck. Maybe they're new cool jerseys. Probably we haven't even talked about that. Yeah. I like the Chargers jerseys. They're a lot better nice. than the Rams. Also, maybe as, as much as
0: it hurts shit. to – to say it, losing Philip, it might be best for both parties. Maybe like, he
1: was a jinx. Honestly, there was there was something going on where it's not even like it was a one season thing. It was a consistent thing over yeah. a lot of seasons. Where it yeah. was just like bad luck. So maybe well, I mean, Philip was he, a jinx. Maybe the the stadium maybe, was maybe maybe Philip was maybe a jinx. The, maybe the I uniforms mean, were a jinx. You yeah. got three things changing. So you have to understand though. I live with, I live with a
2: man who you know has been a Charger fan for his whole life too, and he's much older than me. And he would tell you that this has been how it is forever. Like. Before Phillip Rivers. That's what I was just saying. I was just saying. That was my, uh, that was my point so I mean, right there. Is we're that, talking about probably, like, until the Chargers, like, fucking sell the team, this will never change. But um, on paper, the Chargers should be good. And it kind of pisses me off to see, like, people saying, oh, the Chargers probably going to have a top five pick next year. Going to be, like, four and fucking – 12 or something like that's you just don't know what you're talking about because there's just too much talent on that no team. I got them at seven wins no got them I, seven I understand wings. that but I'm just saying from what I've seen just the uh, <laughs> the atmosphere I've taken in is like a lot of people don't see the Chargers doing anything next year I mean and if the Chargers were to go for and Twelve next year, you have to fire the head coach. You fire everybody oh, yeah. on that team. I think Alex no Lynn is leader. an
1: underrated head coach. I think he's a Anthony good Lynch. head coach, honest. Anthony Lynn. yeah, he's
2: terrible, dude. He's terrible. You, you think so? You don't watch the games. He's so bad. And you, I'm not the All only right. one that says this. You could uh, read. I thought read he was pretty. Articles. I think he's pretty
1: solid coach as far no, as this.
2: he kicks field goals when he should go for it. He goes for it when he should kick field goals. He has no idea how to manage a game. I think he's a good player motivator. Like I think in that aspect of head coaching, he's good. But as far as a field manager, game manager, he's fucking terrible. All right.
0: I got the uh <laughs> I got the Chargers that <laughs> I'm going over. I think they get to 9 wins. What? I just think they just have so much talent. Okay. So Wyatt talked about the defense, um the defensive pieces they added, but they also added Trey Turner and Brian Bulaga. Yeah. Great name, but that's two above average starting offensive linemen. So they literally have everything you need to get ugly wins, which is exactly. the opposite of what you think of the Chargers.
2: And that's what um, they're going to get is ugly wins, too. Right. Because totally
0: right. their defense is going to be able to shut down. Like, that's the thing. As much as we've said this division has improved, it's still Drew Locke, who we know nothing about, right. and Derek Carr, who we know way too much about how terrible he is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you have the defense to at least, right. like, I mean, when the Chargers beat Patrick Mahomes two years ago,
2: mm-hmm. and now they
0: have a similar defense, if not better. Right. And obviously, having that great of a defense is going to fuck with Derek Carr and Drew Um, Locke. And uh, Tyrod Taylor just, we saw it with the bills. He got that team to nine to nine wins a couple years ago. And that roster was nowhere near as talented as this Chargers roster is.
2: Right. I agree. So like I, like I said, um, Tyrod Taylor is not going to win the Chargers games. Like he's like Phillip Rivers is the type of player that can make a throw that maybe he shouldn't make, but if he makes it, the Chargers win because of it. Tyrod Taylor is not going to do that. He doesn't throw interceptions because he doesn't take chances, but He's just going to be a game manager for them. That's really it. Um, But like David said, he did that with the Bills, and they got to the playoffs that way. And this is a way better team than that team was. And plus you have the extra wild card spot this year. Um, So I think that's a big factor. I think the Chargers are definitely definitely a playoff
0: team. And they get a boost in their schedule, like an easier schedule, because they were so bad last year too. Exactly. They're playing a last-place schedule.
2: And like I said this earlier, I think after the draft one that we did, like, the Broncos and the Raiders seem to be stacking up on offense thinking that's the way to beat the Chiefs. I really don't think that's the way to go about it. I think you're not going to outscore Mahomes. Like, is Drew Locke mm-hmm. – just because Drew Locke has, you know, Jerry Judy and whatever that other guy's name is, you know, doesn't mean he's going to fucking outscore Mahomes and Tyree Hill and Travis Kelsey. Like, the no way to chance. beat the Chiefs is you got to slow them down on defense. Um, with your defense, rather. And so, I think that's why the Chargers – if anyone's going to beat the Chiefs next year, my money would be on them, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah.
0: Cause we've seen the uh, the Texans have you know, last year they had an offense that could you know theoretically on paper come close right. to matching the Chiefs. The that, Texans, was awesome. nah, man. Come last year, and it was it nah. was like it was awesome. Oh, you got up what twenty five points on them, right? And 25. then how did it end? Twenty four right. points, like, were, yeah. Didn't end great, right? Um, I mean,
2: even just look at their losses last year. You know, I think they lost to the the Colts. That was like a ball domination defensive mm-hmm. type win. You know, that that's just how you beat them.
0: Yep yep okay uh let's go so we got the speaking of the broncos so denver goes seven and nine somehow last year with joe flacco as their quarterback so no, drew lock
1: drew lock stepped in then
0: how well, yeah they split I and mean, they played about what like drew lock went four zero. Oh, i think like towards the end or something like that okay yeah so now they got rid of flacco completely he's gone thankfully just from the league so added aj No, so just signed with the no no
1: no the dolphins he signed with the uh
2: uh what was it the side? giants or, i don't know it doesn't matter oh, yeah he's Whatever. he's
0: irrelevant now yeah uh so aj boyer melvin gordon jarrell casey and then drafted jerry judy stud receiver lost chris harris and Derek wolf so a very new new look roster but they're over under is seven and a half wins and they won seven last year so this is a this is one of the more interesting ones i think I got them going over.
1: I like them at eight wins. Um, I like to honestly, I like Drew Lock. I think uh, I don't know if you guys saw that video of, of surface of him, just like his, I don't know. I kind of just like his, like, I hate to even use this word, but his like swagger. I guess is like the only really, really like, word as much as I hate that word uh, to really describe it. It's just like, he's got confidence kind of, and I like his confidence. And I think he's just going to be a successful NFL quarterback. Honestly, I think he's got great arm talent. Um, I think with that kind of confidence, along with them adding offensive weapons, like you mentioned, they got Jerry Judy in the draft, which I think is a great pick for Denver. Didn't they draft – who's the Penn State wide receiver they drafted in the second round?
0: K.J. Hamler. Yeah. yeah. K.J. K.J.
1: Yeah, I I, I watched him in college. I really liked him. I think they're going to be – I think it's going to be great additions, honestly, on the offensive side of the ball. So I think, think, yeah, I think they're going to hit the over on this. And they always have a great defense. You know, they're always going to have a great defense. So I like them going eight.
0: Eight wins,
2: okay.
1: Eight wins.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think eight wins sounds about right to me too. I think Vic Fangio is a good coach. Even though, again, it's kind of weird because he's a defensive-minded coach. And the Broncos appear to be going offense, which is strange when you have a defensive-minded coach because Vic Fangio is a defensive coordinator. Um, But they still have Von Miller, who's Hmm. really good. And the Broncos just always – it's hard to play in that stadium mile high. Like teams struggle to play there a huge advantage i think yeah that's a great Uh, point
1: their home field advantage is massive
2: so i think the broncos are just a competitive football team they're always competitive eight wins sounds right to me
0: yeah i got over as well slight i think eight wins too just getting getting flacco out of there just let drew lock just let him cook just let him do his thing i think they get at least one more win um daniel when you said his you like his swagger was that because of that dancing video of him on the not that <laughs> only that,
1: no, I know, and not only that, but like just the way he talks and his confidence yeah. and the way he plays on the field. If you watch him play, like I, I watched a couple games and he just like not not like the, the full game, it's the highlights of games, obviously. But like I'm saying, like I just like the way he kind of demands the offense and I think he he believes in himself enough to be a successful quarterback in this league, and I think that's massive. You have oh, to have the confidence, mm-hmm. and the way that's why I don't—I don't really because I, I don't use that word, right? But I guess it's one of the words you use to describe it. It's just like that—that that confidence, that swagger he has. I think going to a great benefit towards him as far as his career goes. On top of the fact that Denver is showing to improve his offensive weapons, with mm-hmm. the fact that they have that great defense to begin with, so. Um, yeah, I don't see he's going to have to come back from large deficits because that defense will always keep him in the game. He only has to make a couple couple plays here and there throughout the game. And we didn't even mention Wyatt's favorite player, one of his favorite players of all time, Melvin Gordon, is officially on the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's going to be a great impact. we got him at a discount cheap. They went to the 99 cent store pretty much and just swooped him up real
0: quick. I think he's, he's going to be good this year, though.
1: I think he is, too. I think he's probably got something to improve yeah, considering so that terrible decision, that business decision that he made. I hope he fired his agent from last year, honestly. Because, um, yeah, I, that, that cost him a lot of money. But it mm-hmm. is what it is. I think Denver is really going to have a great year this year, honestly. Not great year. Well, I shouldn't say that. But I think they're going to hit the over.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Last team of the uh in the afc we got the not oakland the las vegas raiders just looking at the abbreviation lvr just it took me a second to realize what that was honestly i I know it
2: (laughs) seems right though
0: yeah right it's something weird like
2: yeah
0: las vegas raiders okay so seven wins last year which again that see we we talked a lot about how this division got better I think like scale wise on their roster, but the Broncos winning seven games last year and the Raiders winning seven, like that's higher than I would have thought. Yeah, um, well, but
2: they beat they both beat the Chargers twice. The Chargers didn't win a single defense uh, division game last year. I think that a lot too. So. Oh. ooh, that's
0: yeah, that's a bad. No, step.
2: it's bad. Yeah,
0: but so uh, that's Raiders, why I'm going
2: That's why I'll go under for the Raiders. Yeah,
0: Raiders. Okay, so seven wins last year. Over under seven. We'll say seven and a half for this year. So why you go under? Why are you you going under besides the fact that you hate the Raiders? I think
2: the Raiders are going to be pretty good in like a couple years, like a year or two. I just think John Gruden still, with his fucking giant 10-year contract, still has time to fucking make it happen. Um, There's too many other – I think the Broncos are better. I think the Chargers are better. I think the Chiefs are better. I mean, that's my main – I think the Raiders are a decent team. Like I would take them over a lot of other bad, quote-unquote, bad teams or decent teams in the NFL. Um, I just think the division's too tough and Derek Carr like the quarterback situation is very up in the air so I'd also hated their first pick I thought drafting Henry Ruggs with the was the first wide receiver is a mistake in in like a great wide receiver draft you had guys a lot of guys I think are going to be stars in this league And I think he drafted a guy that maybe is like kind of questionable in my opinion
0: Mm -hmm. because he's just a speed guy right like
2: right exactly and that's the Raiders he's like fucking Ted Ginn or you know Darius Hayward Bay, the Raiders always fall mm-hmm. for that shit. I would not be surprised if Ruggs kind of ends up having a similar career. But. Yeah. Um, I got I, guess,
1: I got the Raiders going 8-8. Eight and eight. I think they hit the over. The reason why is because I think Gruden, another year under, you know, being the head coach, he's able to mold those guys the way he wants to kind of, along with the fact that his draft picks maybe – I think he's a good draft. I know he hasn't had that great success in his previous years, but I think now I kind of like – I think his draft picks will be successful as far as his last year picks along with this year's. Mm-hmm. I know you guys mentioned Ruggs as far as him just being a speedster. Yeah, it's the classic Raiders pick. They always pick the fastest forty time, you would say. But I think the difference with Ruggs is that makes him stand out from the other speedsters that he went to Alabama and that he went he was a top like recruit coming out of high school and the fact that he's a he's a good route runner he's not a great route runner but he's a solid enough route runner to where he's not just a speedster right he's not just john ross where he shocks you at the at the combine and he kind of jumps like you know like 20 30 picks it's just like this guy was always a great receiver he was on a really good college team he was always highly recruited it's not just like oh he's a speedster it's like not he's a speedster who can kind of run good routes right not great routes so i think um, I think John Gruden's going to be able to utilize that. I think it's going to kind of – not like the full Tyreek Hill factor, but I think his, his hope is that it's like somewhat of a Tyreek factor where the safeties have to play him. They, they kind of have to respect it, and maybe that will open up the running game. They also do have a great running back with Jacobs. I think Jacobs is going to continue off of what he did last year and continue to be successful. I liked him at 8-8. Eight eight. I don't think they're going to have – I mean, it's not that successful, but I think 8-8 eight is respectable,
0: and I think they hit the over. For the Raiders, that's that's pretty successful. Yeah. Uh, I'm going, I'm going slight under. Uh, just, I, I think they're getting seven wins again. I, it's just Derek Carr. Just, that's really what it comes down to. They also did get Corey Littleton from the Rams, who that, I think that's a huge pickup. Um, I just think the other teams in the division are going to be better than the Raiders are. Like I think the Raiders will be, you know, better as a team. I just don't think their record will improve from last year, um, but. Who knows? I mean, that's the thing is they're in Vegas, so this is a crapshoot, literally. Like, they could be second in the division next year. They could be last. Um, no, I
2: really think this division has the biggest chance of kind of fucking being completely backwards, potentially.
0: Like, I mean, I don't think
2: anyone expects the Chiefs to, like, do anything but win the division. But I think there's a decent chance, like, I don't know, like, you're right, maybe the Raiders fucking just have, maybe the Broncos are just really good or the Chargers. I just think there's a lot of, this is going to be the most interesting division to me. There's a lot yeah. of things.
0: Definitely. Okay. So that that'll do it for the AFCs. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ball To You Fall podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please like, rate, subscribe, follow, download all the above. Uh, we're honestly we're going to keep releasing episodes even if you guys don't do any of the above, but it'll just make us feel better about ourselves if we see that people are listening and you know downloading and basically just enjoying the episodes. So be a nice person today. Uh, please spread the word. Uh, The world needs more nice people out there. So just search Ball Till You Follow podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or basically just anywhere that you listen to podcasts out there. Again, we really appreciate the support and we'll talk to you next episode.